Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another week of the live Tangled Up Chord Show. No, to the live Rideshare Rodeo podcast. I got two more left in this summer before I go back to the audio world. And uh, this week, my co-host slash guest and uh, friend is Mr. Yost Malone. Welcome, Yost. What's up? What's up? How's it going? <laughs> it's going pretty good, man. Uh, how you been? What are you doing? What are you up to? How's life? Well, I had to get a W two. I'm working at a bank now, and so okay, it's a it's it's it, the bank's been around for a while. It's been really good, but I still do my gig work, and you know, I'm still about the gig work community. But yeah, that's what I've been doing full time. Yes, so yeah. I've been doing the bank full time and then gig work part time. Yeah. Um. Well, so yeah, people joining us, uh, we, we, we have one, we have a couple of good topics if we get to them tonight. We'll see if we even get past this first one, though, to be honest. Um, but before we even go into it, I want to welcome, I want to give thanks to Solo Moves and GaryZaps.com. Solo, you guys, it's uh, worksolo.com. Check it out. It, you know, it, it doesn't cost anything to check it out. See what the perks are that it offers. See how it works. It might not even be in, live in your market yet. You might not even be able to take advantage of the of the pay guarantee portion of it, but you'll see it working. So you can see the the workings, whether your, your market's live or not. Um, also, check out Moves Financial. Um, now, now platforming 17 gig apps. Uh, so they have onboarded about like nine more in the past this well, just this year alone and of course gary's apps mr middleton middleton technologies duh maximo and flex alert guys those are i know that everybody says they are earnings apps but they are safety apps they're they're both but they're they're safety apps first <laughs> they keep you from having to touch the phone and accept to decline because even as gary's put it that split second you have to look away just to double touch you know just touch your phone can cause an accident it's very uh very good just on the safety reasons alone not to mention you can set the filters you want so that said um let me see who's in the chat real quick and then we're gonna jump into this first topic i'm curious how everybody feels about this uh gig worker 101 thank you for the super chat stickers uh brian kern what's up how are you nova how you doing jackie how you doing Tony Driven Dad, how are you? Driven Mom, how are you? Uh, well, and then there's some other people that just I'm seeing them them coming or watching, but they're not in the chat yet. You guys, another thing, if you if you see that as Pedro calls it the blue wrench gang, that everybody has a wrench in the chat, it's because I like people to have wrenches. I like you to be able to post links and share things with each other, and I like you to be able to look up each other's channels and that. So make sure that you make sure that you join in the chat, even if you don't have a uh, moderator handle. And if I know you, I go back through it and I give it to you. That's I'd like everybody to have them. It's more it makes it a lot more fun, I think, for everybody. So just don't abuse them. Don't abuse them. <laughs> okay, so Yost, you know what what we're going to talk about first here? Um, yes, absolutely. I got it. Yes, I got to bring it up, you guys. Everybody's talking about this and. You know, I, I heard people talking about sample sizes, like how would you know because of sample sizes? Well, I'm going to ask Yost's perspective on this, but I'm also going to tell you guys about sample sizes because at Para we've had a lot of sample sizes that are big. So we're going to talk about this. I've cracked the algorithm that I see kind of everywhere. I don't, I don't know if you are too. I mean, it's not, I'm not saying everybody's claiming they have, but everybody's, everybody seems to be talking about this. I've cracked it out. Like, okay. So what's, has, have, have the gig workers cracked the algorithm? Man, this, nobody's cracked this <laughs> algorithm. You do not know. First of all, I have to say this. Nova, Nova's actually here. I'm not Yost. Last night, somebody got us confused. They said Yost is an house built Nova. So it was pretty funny. Uh, I had to mention that. Um, but anyways, um, hello, everybody. What's up? I'm a part of the Git community, too. You know, Steve has me on, and I'm excited. It means, I, like, they, the Git community loves me. But, yeah, I don't think anybody can really crack the algorithm. You know, if people, if, say somebody cracked the door, like, say, Par, for example. Yep. You Before, when they started, they got into the back of DoorDash, and you knew exactly what order, you knew exactly how much, 
It was no predictor. It tells you exactly. Yes. That's cracking it. That's knowing what's going to the back. Yes, I would say that. But I, some, I was even going a step further and say that's not even cracking it. Yeah, that, I mean, and, that, and that's full time. Jeff working a hundred yes. hours a week to yes. find this one little spot to yes. access. Yes, like that's that, not even cracking. That that you knew, but here's the thing: people kept saying stuff. DoorDash, you know, does whatever they want, and now PAR is more of a tip predictor. And now, does it even work anymore? I, I haven't used PAR right in now. A while. Right now, no. It's, it's so. It's, you know, whatever they, if they did moderate changes, mild to moderate, Jeff could usually follow whatever the coding change was to within a cert, you know, within a few days anyway, at most, if not a few hours, usually upon a change. But when they'd really just 180 it, which is often actually, let's be honest. I mean, they do. Again, guys, I, I have to say this. First of all, if the algorithm. <laughs> If if they wanted that okay if they if they wanted to, they wouldn't have a team that literally hides the code exactly. that makes people like Jeff who are coders trying to figure out what's going on exactly get steered off on on wild goose chases. Mm -hmm. They have teams that do this because they don't want to show full transparency, even though they're being forced to some places or in New York they now have to and they got AB five in these other states, but. These are not things they want to do. They hire people to make sure this doesn't happen. So what I'm saying, I guess, is I have a theory right now. Now, again, it's just a theory. And again, guys, I, I've been saying this a lot lately. Make sure, and this, I, I kind of say this, I'm saying this nicely, by the way. I'm not yelling at any creators, but make sure that you guys are using, in my opinion, either that language or at least put it out there that it like, just let it be known that that's your opinion. Don't exactly stay, be careful about this fact stuff because people watch your stuff. Yeah. And, and, you they, know, and they count on this and they, you can't tell them it's a fact when you absolutely 100% don't know. Absolutely. hundred percent. And you know, you need with, to be I think his name was like sensitivity deliveries or something like that. I haven't followed his channel, but you know, you know, on Pedro's live, he was saying this metadata, they have all this data and, you know, okay, if I, you know, it's a, say it's, say it's a group of 50 of them or whatever it's in this group. And they say, well, I got this order. So-and-so got this order and it went up. I think most of the time it's coincidence or a proximity thing. I don't think having a hundred percent AR is going to get you necessarily better orders. It, it's, it's like, I see folks who crack this algorithm have so much loyalty to DoorDash I'm like, this is what DoorDash wants. They want you to have the loyalty. They can deactivate you tomorrow for whatever yeah. reason. And I see people are like, well, let me go for Top Dasher. And I mean, if you don't go to Top Dasher, fine. But this company does not care. They will send you the $2. They'll send you 10 straight $2 orders. It doesn't matter. And for folks who say, oh, I figured it out, you know, um, Matt Moore, who does a lot of DoorDash content, I don't know if you watch more finance or not. You know, he oftentimes say, oh, I figured it out. Oh, wait, DoorDash changed again. I think it's, they're a smart enough company. They watch, they probably watch some of us who are in the community and say, oh, well, they think this person figured it out. Let me change it on their end. And I, I think DoorDash knows what they're doing. The more they get talked about, the more people are going to use it. Yeah, I'll even go a step farther. First of all, I do want to address Sin City uh, because... I did watch I not I didn't actually see all of the Pedro thing, but I watched the next day when they went on Hannibal's channel. And that discussion led showed me that he is a very smart guy. Yeah. I'm gonna give him this. He's a very smart guy. Um I know people like him who are very wise. But here's my theory, you guys. And this again, it's just a theory. I do work with the power team, para, however you say it, either ways it works. But I I gotta tell you guys that from everything I've seen, learned, and know, I honestly believe that, okay, so when quarter two earnings came out, I don't know how many of you ever looked this stuff up. It's public records. You can go look into the public earnings of any company once, once they're not, once they're not, once they IPO and DoorDash yeah. is IPO, they're publicly traded. You can go look up their, their stuff in the quarter two report. There is a section that says the investors were concerned 
about what are their major concerns that they want put on the on the table for quarter three was that they are very concerned at the 10% to lower acceptance rate. And obviously as an investor, that makes sense to me. Yeah, it makes sense. Why wouldn't you be concerned? Because you're like, hey, listen, these guys are taking less than one out of every 10 orders that you send them. Something's wrong with the program here. So again, here's my theory. If that was brought up by the DoorDash investors, would it not make sense that DoorDash is make, because I, again, I don't think anybody cracked the code. Maybe they did. Okay. If you, if you can show me how you cracked the code or you don't even have to show me what, how you did it. Cause that could be very valuable, but explain to me how, why you think you cracked it. That would be great. I would love to hear it. Um, but here's what I think is that people always see patterns. Yes. And so like, again, we always talk market to market, everything, but one thing we can all say in common is like, you pick up on patterns that it actually, a lot of times it helps your earnings. You, yeah, you, you pick up a pattern you learn spots. It's part of the. It's part of your tool chest. Well, why if a if a quarterly report came out where the investors one of the concerns is not how we're paid, no, but the our acceptance rate, how exactly. little we're taking these orders, and how much extra the debt. I mean, I can tell you from a pair standpoint, that's very expensive data to send. I guess their point would be, why are you sending it out ten times? Why don't you just make the order good, so that somebody takes it or these people who do take them quick, even though they'll, they'll eventually get taken, the good people are getting orders too. We're doing it less. Wouldn't it make sense that they, that they make top dasher look very alluring in an elusive way? Wouldn't it make sense that they make it so that you see a pattern like you've never seen before. And you're like, I cracked the code. Look at this. I can show you. Yeah. You can show me because they probably are trying to get everybody to a top dasher right now. Real quick. Exactly. And, you know, and that's a great point. You know, you, 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 you look at the behind the scenes, the numbers, because the numbers don't lie. As anybody, any, we can all agree, math and numbers do not lie. They're the only ones that tell the truth and where the money's at. And if they're concerned about it, they're going to do what they can to manipulate and say, well, if you don't take this order, if you don't have this, then you're going to have to do this to get scheduled. Or you're right. going to have to do this. And so it, it's all manipulation technique. And as you said before, it's a pattern. And folks may see patterns for two weeks and then it could change because, yep. you know, you're just in the right spot or two at that months time. or three or, months. Yeah. And that, that makes it seem like, you know, that makes it seem even more real, I think. And it even solidifies it more to you. Like, look, I told you two weeks ago. Now it's four weeks. It's still doing. But I'm just telling people, like, I've been doing this since 2014. Those just when they disappear, they disappear like that. They're gone. Oh, you wake up one day and that pattern is means nothing. It has no relevance anymore. It does not make you money. It doesn't work. And that's when they shift it. Again, they're not stupid and they're not going to come out and say, hey, guys, we need you all to be top dashers if you could um, because our investors are getting pissed. They're not. If, well, where's the incentive? Well, we don't have one. We just need you to do that for us. Okay, nobody's going to do it. If you if that's their strategy, so the strategy mm-hmm. has to be like the company always operates, shady, under the table kind of back alley deal type stuff. I mean it's it's <laughs> never straight. I mean it's never transparent. It's never no, straightforward. Zero. It's never it's honest. zero transparency. Why are these you know lawmakers and states making these laws for the transparency? Why, if DoorDash was transparent the whole time, I think people would still take those two to three dollar orders. Just to be one hundred percent honest, they're going to take them anyway. Because either they don't know what they're doing or they're like, you know what? It's only a mile. I'll take it. Like people will still take it. I don't see anything. I, I think DoorDash does all this stuff for a reason and none of us work for DoorDash, but I, I just think they all do this for a reason and hiding whatever they want to hide the information. Supposedly that's cracked. I, I just, it just grinds my gears at times. I haven't DoorDash even in a while because my market's been extremely slow it's been gray on a Friday night, which never, I've never seen that before. Just gray, nothing. And my whole air is just gray. And I'm just like, hmm, I wonder what's going on. I mean, I don't know if they're making back to money. School, maybe. You know, back to school, the summer slowdown. So, so I people, think, no, but people are back around cooking yeah. for their kids. They're back home. They're, they're trying not to spend because they spent all summer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know if anybody's ordered DoorDash, but it's expensive. Yeah. It's extremely expensive. I mean, you got, yeah. This fee, that fee, they charge 10% more of the food. 
and you know you you can get Chipotle burrito and it's cost you twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah. It, it just it's and then you know us who want to make money on that end, it's like okay, well, you know, I'm doing DoorDash. I want to you know make eighteen to twenty five bucks an hour. You know, you want to make some good money, and then it's like, what about that other end? You're like, these people are paying so much money. You're like, but I deserve a tip for doing the service. It's, it's just kind of one of those things I thought about. I was like, wait a minute. You know, whenever you're out there in the wear and tear in your car and, you know, it it uh, it just it just gets you. It does. It absolutely does, man. In fact, I'm, I'm jumping over to the comments here because I do this as the as the uh, um, audio podcast. So I was told don't read the comments, but I just want to real quickly look and see if just splashing through if, uh, if anybody had anything to, to mention about this. So. Yeah, definitely. DoorDash just definitely doesn't care if they, yeah, about us, about this. Um, everyone is talking about Pedro. I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, we stop just mentioned doing this live. <laughs> <laughs> we just mentioned this live, man. It was kind of where the where the thing right. started. And I, I mean, I'm all about the tip transparency. I'm all about backing a par and the change.org position, I'm 100% on board with that because it needs to be out there. All the other apps do it. Most of the other apps, I would say Uber Eats would be the only other one that would say high tips, but all the other apps show you what you're going to get. What, yeah. is, what is up with that? And so, oh, I'll re- go ahead and read the comment. Well, I was just reading. So her, her Michelle's son is a coder now and he said, no way. I, mean, I That's what I was kind of saying before too. I've, I've, I mean, you guys have talked to the, I don't, I have to always say it both ways now because David said, you know, some people say para, some people say para. So we just, we've actually had meetings about it. We just don't care anymore. Say it however, whichever way you want and we'll respond. <laughs> so, Cause we used to correct and stuff. So there is no wrong way, but I mean, that's what we were going over. Michelle was it just, you know, it's just crazy that I guess my point is it sure seems like everybody has a lot to say about algorithms who I don't think could, answer five algorithm questions if i wrote them for them <laughs> oh exactly. i mean, it. I, I no, mean no, it in a nice true. way too i wouldn't make no. them difficult i just mean no. basic cl- things you would need to pass an algorithm 101 type class if i wrote five questions i'd be i'd be curious who would who would pass these questions you know and if you can't pass those there's no way you're reading an algorithm oh zero <laughs> I, I i like you said it's patterns Folks yeah. think they have a pattern that may work for a small set of time, and then it, it could just change. I mean, there's no pattern, no rhyme or reason you're getting this order compared to somebody else. Yeah, maybe yeah. an algorithm, but I, I think it's really all randomized. I think I can get the same orders as a top dasher if I was at the right right place at the right time. Yeah. I mean, I've, you know, I've seen, like I said, I've seen a million patterns. and I And some of them aren't just like, I'm just... I'm in some groove that nobody else can see. And I'm, I'm seeing like Tron vision or something through the, I'm seeing the real, you know, like it's just, it's, they, they are real. It's a real pattern that is happening. So it's not like I'm dreaming it and going, I think I've figured out a pattern. I have figured out a pattern often, but a pattern again, this is where I say, be careful with your words and make sure you say just my opinion, because I figured out patterns often, but I've never cracked an algorithm of a of a multi-million dollar company or multi-billion dollar company that's worldwide i just and if any anybody in here has and you have a youtube channel about the gig economy i let me be your rep to get you a five million dollar a year job i'll have it for you by tomorrow because if you can crack that algorithm i can get you that job I'll, 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 I'll broker it for you. You know, <laughs> you know pay that finder's fee. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, just let me let me go to town. I know a lot of people in this in this space. Let me. I will have you a a killer job if you really cracked it. But again, saying I think saying just my opinion and also backing up what you say is huge. You need to mm-hmm. you need to like a lot of times it's it's a little easier I think for me because I for six years have had UberLiftDrivers.com which isn't just rideshare. It's all gig economy stuff. But even if I'm getting my information from another source and I'm using it in articles on that site, I link that source so that I can always go back to it. So when I'm talking about it, I'm actually, I'm taking it right from my website 
but it's all stuff I've researched that I've found. So if anybody ever questions me, I say, just go to my website. It's all there. So, (laughs) you know, I want to kind of get your, since we're doing the pin, how do you feel about the Top Dasher program? Like, do you think it's worth it in some places? Do you think that? I'm I'm sure it is. Mm -hmm. That's honestly how I feel is that I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, like, send me on a trip and give, you know, if I have the time, put, drop me in, drop me in a new city every two weeks. Let me have two weeks to, to really learn it. And I might give you a, a whole different perspective on that city. Oh my gosh, this is nothing like mine. I can't get any orders on Curry. I'm getting a ton of DoorDash. It's best to be a top dasher, not to be in the lowest 10%. It's, I don't know. I think we talk about market to market, but I honestly, are you rural? Are you in a, a town of 3,000? Are you in a town of 200,000? Are you in a town of like New York City of 8 million? I mean, there are just way too many factors. And that's part of why I, I say there's no way you cracked an algorithm. <laughs> because <laughs> exactly. those it numbers alone dependent. should have just told you how impossible that would be. So you have a city 100%. with 500 people, then you got a city right next to it with 8 million. Come on. I mean, that kind of data, how are you breaking that down? On a level where it's across the board, like there's no there's no way you can make a comment saying, "I figured it out for every state in the country." <laughs> there's just there, I'm there's sorry, no I, I would have to debate that all day long. There's no way you can say that. I even have a I even have a theory that they don't use the same code in different areas. Hmm. Yeah, You know, I mean, we already know, you know, they tweak the pays around. I mean, I think that they learn, you know, like, wow, maybe one city takes all the crap orders so they don't ever make them higher. Maybe this one little city doesn't ever see anything more than 250 because they take them all. So they're like, well, why would we even offer more? Just let it be 250. I, I can agree on that. You know, they're, they're it's, it's a tech company that just delivers food. Yeah, they, they know what we're going to do. It's like, not even it's not even a tech <laughs> delivery that com- d- that delivers food. It's a tech company that takes an order and passes it to the people that do deliver it. Yeah. Who are yeah. independent contractors. Yeah. They're they're the definition of a middleman. Yep, absolutely. The, the new definition in in the technical world for a middleman is SaaS. It's a service as a software. Mhm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just like like with just DoorDash in general I think they know which markets will take the junk junk orders to me. Yeah. I can't say for everybody else, the junk orders to me. And they're like, you know what? They take the $3 ones. We'll just keep it down. This market, nope, we need to make it higher so those orders can be dispatched. Because at the end of the day, all they want is restaurant A for you to deliver it, and that's it. That's all they care about. And whatever yeah. they can do, they'll do it. And yeah. so, I mean, I, I have nothing against the top dashers. You know, oh, I, I don't either. I that's why, because if it if, if that's what works, look at if you've been doing this for a while, if you've been doing this for a year, my guess is because I mean, first of all, we don't often talk about the biggest thing that most people don't even. I, I read something, and this was for all United States gig economy jobs. Most people, first of all, eighty percent, eighty five percent of people work less than sixteen hours a week. Yeah, who are in the gig economy, eighty five percent of them work less than 16 hours. So that's that's not even full part-time. Yeah. That's- so that's that's like spare part-time kind of thing. Now, I know there's a lot of full-timers, and there's a lot on YouTube, obviously, you check out these channels. That's important to them. But now I've also read articles that say that most people who enter the gig economy don't make it longer than six weeks. 90 per- 90% bail out in the first six weeks. Wow. So if we have stats like this, what do you got? What are we even basing this on? If you've been in this for a year, my guess is you know what works in your market. And it's still good. I'm not dissing any channels or anything. I think you should still watch them because you never know what I learn or somebody else learns. And then we I always pass it right along to you guys. So I'm always being honest and truthful. And you know, I mean, we always have things to pass on. It's also just a good way to to listen to others and some of the things they're the trials and tribulations they face in their market, but Realistically, like if not, if only ten percent are making it past the fir- the first six weeks, and then only eighty five percent of the entire country, or eighty five percent, is working less than sixteen hours, 
we have a really tough set of data to dissect there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's... <laughs> how can you say this person that works less than 16 hours is going to get anything better than somebody does 40 or 50 or 60 hours long some people work? I yeah. mean, it's the just the just the control data set alone is just like... I don't even know how you could compare, you know, to be just to be 100% honest. You know, okay, you and I were joking about... Uh, I, w- I was talking that you know I was going to try and stop through on the way to the conference to have lunch with you. Right? Yeah. Then we were yeah. joking about how from you to Denver, it's nothing, right? Nothing. 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 So for those of you that don't know, Yoast is in Kansas City. I'm in Denver. There is nothing between us. I mean, there's barely gas stations. You can barely oh, find bad. a place to get gas. It's it's just nothing. But there are like a couple towns in that 600 miles of nothing that are like. Uh, have like four hotels, two gas stations, and a little town. Now, let's imagine that, you know, there's five, six restaurants. They use DoorDash. Let's just by chance say that there's only 600 people live in the town. What if there's only one Dasher? Don't you think that Dasher gets paid really well if he oh, just absolutely. waits it out for a second? Because mm-hmm. they know they that they know. Okay, well, get offer him it. Okay, well, now who do we offer to? Nobody, because he's the only Dasher we have there. <laughs> I would assume he gets treated a lot differently with a lot different priority than where they have a thousand dashers to cover 15 miles. That's something to think about. I mean, I mean, these are just, I'm just spitballing things here, guys. I'm just trying to make it show you guys how elusive and out and by nature, an algorithm is by nature written by a coder, but it is AI. Its job is to go in and learn how to better communicate the system. So even at a certain point, the developer of the algorithm even has trouble understanding his algorithm because it's already learned. <laughs> now, I mean, because- this is the kind of stuff we watch in science fiction movies, I know. But don't worry, it's only a food delivery platform. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know if you ever heard the story about how Facebook wrote its own AI and then it made its own language. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, it's a crazy story how fa- Facebook, you know, it's a tech company kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. And they wrote its own AI to where it talked to each other. And eventually it made its own language and Facebook had to cut it off. Yeah. And it's like these computers are just right. extremely smart. They they know our habits. They track you on your phone. You know, that probably right now if we talked about who are vacuums, everybody's going to get something about vacuums on their Facebook feed. I mean, oh my just... god! I I was talking to okay, perfect example. I was talking to Gary Middleton uh, when you know we Gary and I have talked forever. But when we saw each other in person, I had my iPhone uh, with me. I have Siri off. I have all turn. Do not spy on me. Do not listen to me. But blah 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 blah. Gary was talking about him and his wife going to Bramson, Missouri. Oh on, my gosh! On the way. Uh-huh. And, we, and he said it a bunch. Now, when I got home, I'm not kidding. I have Hulu on my phone, too. So, but I use it for my son and I use it for the TV, right? But I do yeah. have the app on my phone. So when I get home, my YouTube, every ad for two weeks was Bramson. When I turned on Hulu, Bramson. I have never seen an ad for Bramson or whatever it is <laughs> in my life. <laughs> Bramson's a little, it's a fun town. Right, you but know? they didn't just start advertising the day yeah. at home. That's they, crazy. They're listening to my phone, even though I said no, do not do anything. That is insane. I'm the man. I'm the person who opts out of even like this will help us understand. Nope, I don't care. I don't want to help. Nope, I don't want to. Nope. <laughs> I turned off my Google Maps, so you know with Google Maps, it will have like your last locations and frequent locations. I turn that off. Asked to say, yep, me too. I've got allow. everything off. I, I have to I have to turn it off, but. Still, I have refresh data off because I was told that that has, serves no purpose other than feeding data back unless you need an update every 30 seconds on your photo app. I mean, come on guys. If if you don't go if you don't go turn it off, the default is that it's on with almost everything, but it's on with photos, meaning every 30 seconds they're checking your photos. Wow. Why? <laughs> like, I I was like, "No, I don't I don't need that." That's the whatever it is, the refresh data setting. And so, um, did I miss some chat here? I yeah, chat you turns off. Jesus, Arturo, yes, you missed it. Yes, holy shit. 
Oh, sorry. My God, Arturo, what the? Shout out to Arturo, man. My man. You guys, I do this as the audio podcast. I probably should have told Yost before we come on that I turned that off. Because for the audio podcast, Jason Terry had pointed out that when I'm reading this, that he's like, well, your audio cast people are going, what the hell is he doing? (laughs) So (laughs) I just turned this off. But I did. Oh, my God, Arturo. Thank you so much, my friend. I've got no words, bro. (laughs) Shout out to Arturo, man. And and that super chat. I think it's what it's called. Seriously. Seriously. And for those of you that thought I was ignoring Arturo, no, I've just been uh, dodging on the chat here a little bit. uh, um, And you got another one, too. Yeah, I was trying Uh, to see who that's Big Worker 101. Okay. Yeah, I think I said that in the beginning. Yeah, shout out to both And part-time gigster. Okay. Yeah, but shout out to anybody that does it. But man, Arturo, wow. Thank you very much. Um, So I see Sergio's in here, too. So let me see what he's got to say. Sergio from the Rideshare Guy. To say you cracked the algo is silly at best. You're dealing with the best coders on the planet. Are the, are there some glitches you can abuse? Don't take it. To, yeah. I mean, exactly, Sergio. Uh, this is this is exactly what we've been saying, is that there's no way that anybody has cracked the algorithm. I'm sorry. It's just, you know, I'm again, if you have, it, it is time to to show it you guys it's time to, to show people how you did it or ne- not necessarily how but some sort of here's why it's true you can't just say it anymore you gotta you gotta show people uh, because it, it concerns me it goes back to that just my opinion thing if you're not saying just my opinion uh okay well now i'm gonna leave that up arturo because <laughs> i want to i want you to get recognized though. <laughs> um, well, I was trying see. to read this article you sent. I didn't have too much time to prepare, so I apologize if the show is bad, folks. I, no, 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 you're uh, good. working. You're good. I'm just playing, but uh, you know, I was trying to. I want to understand more about the in-house delivery, like me doing Spark, and it seems like DoorDash they're not getting along too well. I mean, from what well, I no. well, they're done. Yeah, they're done. So it's they're done. at the end kaput. of the month. There's no relationship anymore. Wow. That's, I mean, like now I got that today. I already knew that it was over, but now it's over with a date. Now it's over the last day of this month. As of the first of next month, you will not be shopping any DoorDash at Walmart. Hmm. Now, is it going to be a type of thing to where, you know, DoorDash is going to try to go to more stores? Because, I mean, that took, that's a pretty big hit because Walmart's a huge retailer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. But, but, what, but Walmart has Spark, and you know yeah. what? Here's a yeah. fear of here's a, here's, a, here's a fear of mine. I know what a lot of people are crushing it with Spark, but here's a fear of mine is that I honestly think that because I've I've you know some Spark markets have like Jason Thierry lives in uh in Michigan in a market that you wouldn't have think Spark went to first, but it was there like two and a half years ago. Hmm. He was crushing it for about eight months, then it died, and then it got. And then about six months later, everybody that we know in the GigTube community was like, it just came here. I'm crushing it. And they're still doing well and whatnot. But I already saw the rise and fall in a couple of test markets. And I honestly believe that Walmart is building their own staff of drivers who will deliver this stuff. Because what is the best way to learn how to hire your drivers? To use gig workers for a year and watch their patterns. Hmm. I would have never thought of that. That's that's a pretty smart move on their part. Well, because here's my here's the reason why I say this too. If people do disagree, here's why I say this because Walmart is very pro W two. Not that I'm against it, but they are all about you being a W two, having a good job. They're actually one of the few. I'm not praising Walmart here, guys. I'm not, but I am going to say they're one of the few jobs that is everybody puts equal opportunity employer. But I really think Walmart is about as close as is that really comes because you really do have an opportunity to go in there with no skills and get moved up the ladder. That's very rare. I'm not saying I want to do it. I'm not saying it's the best move for many people, but I'm just saying not many businesses really offer that and mean it. Like we'll move you up the ladder. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's most jobs, but Walmart, you really, if that's again, I'm not crazy. <laughs> it sounds like I am, but I mean, it's just, I everything they do is about W2 and having all these protections and medical 
I just don't see that the long-term vision is let's use gig workers. And, you know, somebody like me who's doing it has been doing it for a minute. And it's like, huh, building their own, you know, catching all the data we're looking at and saying, okay, well, if I pay this driver 30 bucks to deliver two things, what's stopping me from paying somebody 20 bucks and they can deliver a whole lot more stuff in that hour compared to a spark driver? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. It's and I'm, I've seen some of the Walmart Plus vans that they do have for delivery. I've seen some of them. So I, I, you're, you're, you're. I have a feeling you're probably more correct than what a lot of people want to allude to because I, I, I have, I do have that feeling they probably do are going to build some in house and it may cut down to where you would have to either work for Walmart or say, okay, well, you can do X, Y, and Z for this many hours and you can't turn off for this. So I, I think that's probably what's going to happen. And if you're still and if you're still like going, well, wait a minute, they're not going to jump from gig workers right to full time employees. Okay, maybe they're not. Maybe you guys, but we do have an example of another thing that's doing that same move already. Look at let's look at shipped. I do shipped. Okay, here in Denver, it's pretty pays pretty well. Okay, but they're already like in Minneapolis and up in the Twin Cities, they're already starting shipped uh, deployment centers so that the shipped shoppers don't go to real targets. They're going yeah, to deployment yeah. centers and just getting their box and you go. So that's a step in the direction of W2 or at least off-site moving this stuff. So regardless, I I, I just, you know, I, I warn this with everything. Is that just don't, don't get trapped in one, man. <laughs> no. G- gig work can be awesome, guys, but don't get it trapped can. in one. Don't get trapped in one. And I, I did DoorDash for a long time and that was the only app and then you know, you get on YouTube and see other people are doing other apps and, so you know, flex. hey, yo, Mr. Flex was good. And, you know, I, I guess my big thing is doing one app, if it's working fine, but always have that second or third, fourth, fifth option. Yeah. Always have it. And, I, you know, it's kind of with the top dasher thing. They do only DoorDash. That's it. They make their money on DoorDash and that's it. And it's just like there's other ways. And I'm not bashing DoorDash 100%. I think it's good for a lot of people. No, I'm not. I mean, yeah, DoorDash has made a lot of people a lot of money. Yeah, so. A lot of people a lot of money, but I think there's just more out there that folks are either too afraid to check out or, like I said, that brand loyalty with DoorDash is just uncanny. And I, I've just never seen it. I was like, wow. You know, the way people talk about DoorDash and just it's it's the brand loyalty is just top notch. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, Mr. Flex being in here is a perfect example. I mean, Mr. Flex doesn't work any other apps. He only works DoorDash. He works harder, more hours than anybody I know. He he makes it, but he makes a killing. He still does it even as the years have progressed and the pays changed and the models change and it's a little tougher to earn. He still does it year after year, but he is only DoorDash. He sticks with it. That's all he does, you know, so it can work. Again, it goes back to what Yost and I were talking about just a little bit ago. We just don't know, you know, it's like, each market's different. Each person's different. They might look at, pa- we don't know what they watch. They might look at patterns like how often you don't take something. Yeah, but they might look at how often are you home with your app on, not taking it. And they might really go, you know what? Stop sending him stuff. He's always at home, not taking anything. Like we're used to people not taking anything, but he's not even not, not near his house. He's just at home, not taking it. That's, that sucks. Turn him off. <laughs> you know, like, like, we you just know, don't know, dude. You just don't and, know. And you don't know if they're doing live, like, I don't know if the system can, is smart enough to figure out, hey, this person is not, hasn't taken 20 orders. And, you know, it, it cracks me up when, you know, you pause, you you decline enough, and then they give you that little bat, the lady with the bags, like you're missing something. And you're like, what? You're like, yeah. it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. I should be able to pick whatever order I want. And, you know, it's just those small things that they do to to try their best for you to take those. 650 for eight miles and i'm just like i i just just can't do it get you out of your zone and then you're not getting an order to drive back and just yeah. the wear and tear in your vehicle and you're gonna have rent anyway no matter what you do but i mean there's certain other things you can do to try to mitigate some of those factors and you know with your per mile and you know these people are like these no tippers that are just i would say i'll personally say the no tippers are just the people who give me the most angst and 
They're the ones that want their food now and don't understand why it's taking forever. And I've always had problems with the no tip customers because, you know, the, the, the order got sent enough times where it's decent to take. And then you're like, oh, this thing has no tip on it. Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. These no tip folks. I can I can talk a whole thing about no tip. No you know, tip. I mean, I've always I've always thought there could be a system of you know, like obviously once you create something and you launch it, you're kind of stuck with some things. Like you can't all of a sudden go, "Hey, you guys got a tip." By the way, you have to. It would look bad to the customers, but like there could be a way of like saying you'd have to be very careful about it. But if you were DoorDash, I'm saying like prioritized orders and not prioritized orders. And if you don't tip, you're not a prioritized order and you will get kind of a, in a, in a better language than I'm going to say it. You'll get your food when you get it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You'll, you'll get it. When you get it. You'll get your food as soon as we find somebody stupid enough to take this order. <laughs> you know, just have that come up to the customer. You know, say something. But and at that point, say, would you rather add a tip and get it in fifteen minutes, or are you stupid? <laughs> and I think a lot of the problem is, uh, you know, I had an idea, and I think I'm going to do this idea. And if people take my idea, that's fine. But a lot of like the orders I do, I'm going to get some um, cards with a QR code with my YouTube channel, and like show them the beginning to end of an order. Because I don't think a lot of people know how the apps even work. Like, customers don't know, like, hey, I only see $4 of the $10 you tipped me. Or, you know, that's a bad example. But I only saw that much. Why was my order not taken? Or, like, hey, why did they go to two restaurants? You know, I tipped 20 bucks, And Joseph over there put 250 you know, as a 250 order, no tip. Why did my food come last? I think people don't understand how how the app even works. (laughs) Yeah, here's the driven bums comment to this. You will get your food when you get your food. It sounds like a dad on a road trip telling the kids, "We'll get there when we get there." Are we close? Are we close? That would be that would be good. I would like if they did something, but I doubt it. Yeah, no, it's and and hey, whoever cracked the DoorDash code, just hack it. Then I mean, obviously hacking it would be very simple since you cracked it. Just hack it and put in this for us. Hey, was- you, hey, you forgot to tip, moron. We don't deliver to you. Put a tip in. <laughs> Crack, tell us. Tell us what's going on. I would love to see it. If you told us the algorithm said, hey, you got to be there from 5 to 8 p.m. at this restaurant, please tell me. You know, I, I, I would love to know what the code is or what the algorithm is. Or, you know, if, if this order got declined 10 times, yeah. number 10 would be the best offer. Like, Again, you know, I'm not dissing on people for finding patterns. I found them all the time in lots of apps. Some apps I never saw any patterns. I just was like, oh, that was a good day. That was a bad day. I never really found anything that I picked up on. But a lot of apps, I have found absolutely patterns. And some of them last a real long time. But I don't think it's anything more than that. And if and if it is, I honestly have to say that I believe that quarter two report that I don't think it's, it's like Gary said about terms of service. You know, Gary and I are always talking. How many people read the terms of service? None. Zero. Yeah. Not, we're not even going to talk percentages because none of you read it. None, none. No, nobody. Nobody reads it. If you say you I mean, do, Gary, I Gary reads it every time. Yeah. But he develops apps that have to play with the, nicely with these things. So Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so, but, but he also does that for us. And then if, if there's a big update, he, he tells us, he'll tell us like the two things without going through all the legalese boring language. He'll just say the two important things you need to know is this and this. You know, and it's nice to have somebody like that. But to be honest, like, you know, I don't know. We're dealing with a company that is way beyond anything, anything algorithmic. I don't think you can figure it out. Like I said, the people who program algorithms have trouble figuring out their own algorithms once they've been in a system long enough. Now, a system that has this many users and this many uh, independent contractors using it, can you imagine trying to like find your a- your AI? in there the algorithm you wrote and then bring it out and extract it for, to understand what it's doing because that part is where it can't be done you can't really bring it out extract what it's doing and understand it's more of a gameplay like you put an algorithm in if it starts doing what you want it to and you see your costs go down and you see your your profits rise your algorithm did good if it doesn't you can at least pull it and rewrite another one but if it's doing something you like, there's really no way to understand what it's doing. It's just doing it. 
Now, how big do you think the DoorDash team <laughs> is coming up with, you know, trying to, you know, stop people who are, you know, going into the background and trying to figure this out? How how big do you think, big, big of a team do you think that is? I mean, it's it's a lot, but it also can't be too, too many because even Para, we got served with a cease and desist. Or <laughs> two, sorry. Mm. We didn't take the first one real seriously. <laughs> well, we had, I mean, if we have to pay for a lawyer, you might as well go for it a bit. Yeah. So we were just testing the waters. We sent them one back. Like, we hey. sent them one back because they said it was a Monday. Um, and it was, you know, it was, it said it gave us a week. It was like Monday at four it was delivered to the office in San Francisco. And it was, Hey, you, you guys need to stop by the following Monday at 4 PM. It gave us exactly a week long to the minute and it said or else we're gonna proceed with and so we sent them back a thing saying okay before next monday you can meet with us at any time just let us know all we ask is a meeting if we don't get that meeting because we said we'll pull the system down today but if we don't get that meeting by the next monday that you're saying we have to be pulled down so we pulled it down when they said we'd still have a week to use it and we said okay we're already down and we said now you have a week to contact us if you don't at 4 p.m., that the time you've said it has to be down, we're putting it back up. And that's what we did. And the next morning, we got a real cease and desist. Whoa. I mean, so, you know, with, is, is, par, is Par the correct name? I just want to make sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, with, with Par going out, figuring it out, DoorDash noticed. They noticed. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like, hmm, why would that, if they were all about, the independent contractor, why Why would they care if another app decided to show what was going on? Yeah. Why Why would it matter? It's, it's, yeah. this, it's this app that just got downloaded and, you know, why, why would they care? But they did because they obviously are very um, manip- manipulative with their practices on a lot of things. And yeah. so that, I, I mean, just to me, if a small company is like, hey, I figured it out. We can show these drivers making a lot more money. I mean, it, it was it was the big thing with the last what was the last year I think around this time or year last year and a half. It was the biggest thing was getting on par and seeing everything. I mean, that was just talked about on YouTube and just everyone's like, "Hey, well, I can see everything." And it, it and was then, like and the then this thing. year again. I mean, it, it, you know, it's it's a constant battle, and it's all other things that we're trying. You know, I, I like a lot of other para projects as well, um, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I could sit here, you guys, all night and talk about this one subject because it's 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 burning on me a little bit. It's not like making me angry. I'm not. I just again, I gotta. I, I first of all, we gotta wrap this up because it's the audio podcast. I gotta get this back to an hour. But I gotta say this. I gotta say that you know, if we could just have transparency, all these stories, myths, theories, everything goes away. Even all the problems with all the state laws go away. <laughs> I mean, because if they're transparent, if you show a dasher everything they need to know, here's the total amount, here's the tip, here's where it's going, here's where you're picking it up, and they take it, that's on them. If you show them all that and they don't take it, that's their decision. So obviously, here's my point. If you think you figured out the algorithm, obviously you didn't because if they wanted to make it apparent, they would just drop all the security people they have, or they'd keep security, but they'd drop all the people who hide code all together and save a lot of money. They don't want to mm-hmm. pay those people. They pay them because they don't want us snooping around their business. You know, so, um, you know, no. that said, guys, I mean, all I guess I, I need to say this. I need to say that just, just if you are out there creating, you know, and obviously do anything you want, but at least say just in my opinion. Absolutely. At least I think so. Or again, like I said, make it known. And by that, I mean, like, make it known that anything you're saying is just your opinion. Make sure people know that. Yeah. Some people follow you, a lot of these creators. And again, this isn't anybody. You know, I'm not talking about Pedro. I'm not talking about Sin City. I'm not talking about anybody. I'm just talking about everybody. Just make sure because it is all opinion. It's all opinion based. I agree. And I know we got to wrap up. But yeah, I 100% agree with the sentiment. People who are gig creators, they listen, folks listen. They listen to what you say on different tips and tricks, and disclaim it. Disclaim it. Don't think you don't say you know it all because it's 
It's not true. None of us, if we all knew it all, we'd be rich. We'll have a lot more money than what we do now. And so, you know, it, it's, I agree with hundred percent opinion, you know, say, Hey, this is what I think. I've seen this, this, and this as a pattern, something to where people are like, Hey, this guy is, knows exactly what he's talking about. You know, you can be educated on the subject, but like I said, the opinion, yeah. at least disclaim it. I mean, that I agree with that hundred percent. So that said, you guys, I want to thank Yost for joining us. Uh, always fun. We'll have to find other things to do, and I'm excited to hear how your W two goes. Like in a couple months, though, like after you oh, got your feet wet. You know, absolutely, we'll you know, to, the banking we'll industry is fine, and and uh, yeah, banking industry is fine. Thank you all your sponsors and all that for the show, and you know, yeah, do what you got to do, my man. And uh, no, and that's that's about it. The other thing, you guys, is that we uh, Hannibal and I are starting a show tonight that will be on Tuesdays, but we're doing it tonight with the CEO of Dumpling right after this. So come over and check it out. The show's going to be beyond the gigs. Every two weeks, we're going to do an episode on taking you past the gig apps and how to earn three to four times as much in last mile services. Dumpling being your own boss, companies where you actually create a business, not work for an app. So. We're going to start talking about that. But in the meantime, still work the apps. I and mean, we're not going to diss on them. We're just saying that there are other ways to earn out there and still be independent. So that said, that's a wrap, you guys. Have a good night. Be good. Earn earn good. Drive safe. Be good to people. Um, try and smile at people. <laughs> and have a good day. And, uh, and we'll see you next week here on the Rideshare Rodeo. Peace. Thank you again, man.